0: The Talker Brothers Podcast. About me. About me. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, hell, and real issues that face our community. These people here, what they do, they for real. All straight with no chaser and a splash of comedy. <laughs> They're very funny. This is Talker Ta- Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going.
1: And now your hosts, GoD and Smash.
0: What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Godi.
2: It's your boy Smash coming at you.
0: And welcome to another episode of the Talker Brothers Podcast. This is going to be our Father's Day episode. I'm excited about this. I got my 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 brother from another mother, D Murph, hey. gonna join us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. What's <laughs> happening, Murph? Hey, I'm good, brother. Thanks for the opportunity. And it is Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to those fathers out there tuning in, listening to us as we speak. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Most definitely.
0: I'm glad to have him on, man. For those that don't know, for our listeners, this guy has been uh, my mentor through this whole process of getting this podcast started. And so him with him being a father, it just was just right for us to go ahead and make this thing happen.
2: Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah, i, I like to say thanks, man, because when uh, D called me up about doing the podcast, I was all with it and he was like, I got this partner that uh, he already doing one, man, he gonna gonna hook us up and D did his research and just pushed me out the window and said, come on, ride with me, and I appreciate you for taking that time, man, and giving us those uh, nice little jewels you've been giving us. Oh, no, no problem, brother. That's what it's here for.
1: That's what I'm here for, man, and as men, especially men of color, I think we need to do more of that just fellowship and just encouraging one another.
0: So I appreciate y'all, man, for having me on y'all platform. Yeah, definitely. And we today, I mean, we, we just want to be, just like you said, we just want to be a fellowship where we just sit down, um, have a conversation, and um, just I, my whole thing about here, about today is just about um, enlightening our brothers of color about the pitfalls of being a father, the, the enjoyment of being a father, and just trying to give them, lace them up with a little game on, on how to be uh, better or enhance what they're already doing.
2: Most deaf man, this uh, this whole parenting thing don't come with a handbook, so it's uh, learn learn by fire, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, Murph, so tell me how long. So, give me for the five listeners, give us a little background on on you, Murph. Well, listeners, uh, talk of brothers, man. So, <laughs>
1: um, D Murph, man, resides in Houston, Texas. Born and raised in Gary, Indiana. Didn't grow up with my father. Mom had me at sixteen, and just a few years ago, I just you know to be real was frustrated while I worked at giving them ideas to help them out, trying to make the building as a whole succeed, and they basically shoved my ideas back in my face. And I said, you know what? Moving forward, I'm gonna come up with my own ideas, stick with it, and use them for myself. And now. That's how I became a podcaster, and uh, the first show that I do have that really opened up doors for me in this podcast world is called Why Not Sports.
0: Uh-huh. Why Not Sports.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So Why Not Sports, man, for those um, athletes or who really love sports, I talk about the impact on how it uh, on how it is for you on and off the court or your respective field and the good bad and the ugly so i combine all of those things talk about my personal experience as a former d1 athlete who got a scholarship who traveled the country who earned a full scholarship got a degree in accounting and graduated with no debt now I'm in leadership using those same principles, tactics, gems that they showed me and gave me to what I do now. And
0: I believe they go
1: hand in hand.
0: Definitely. That's what's up. And that and that's what's the the beauty about the show to the listeners, um, he always trying to keep the parallel. It's not about just about sports, but it's always paralleling on your life versus sports, how how they intersect with each other. Mm-hmm. It's a dope show, so the listeners, y'all, I, I, I encourage you guys to reach out to Murph and give him a follow and uh, let him show him some love because he definitely has something to, to hear and something to offer to everybody. Are so Murph, I, I got a question
2: for you, man. What, what uh, what D1 uh, school did you go to and what sport were you playing for the listeners?
1: Went to school at Texas A&M and Corpus Christi where... It's hot. I mean, when I say
2: hot, like I said, I'm
1: from the Midwest, man, born and raised. Now I reside in Houston. And I told my people, I said, I love y'all. I got to grow up, but I got to go where it's hot because in high school, before and after games during the winter, I had to shovel snow and still give them 25 and 15. So I said, no, nah, when I get <laughs> to a
2: certain level,
1: I'm not doing this. So uh, thank God it worked out to where I was able to sign on the dotted line to play at Texas A&M University in Corpus Christi. And I played basketball, played uh, three different positions, but my primary position was a, uh, a more of a, of a power forward, more inside
2: yeah. All right, that's what's up. I, I like how you threw your threw your stats in there real quick for I, I, everybody to know.
1: They are not gonna <laughs> accept D one athletes typically if you're not putting up numbers. I mean, I ain't that charismatic to get a D one scholarship true. if I'm just tall, dark, and handsome. You know what I mean? So I had to do a little little something to get my myself recognized.
0: No doubt. So but what? What? Up. So what drew you to podcasting? I mean, besides the fact that you want to own your own. What what do you like about podcasting that just intrigues you the most?
1: Well, in in my experiences, so like I said, I graduated in two thousand and four, and I've been what it two years ago it was two thousand and sixteen. So for over ten years, I've traveled the world, going to meetings, conferences, and I realized it wasn't that many of us. So we lack, I believe, we lacked a voice. Just from not only from our people and the things that we learn, just passing it on to whether it's our family, friends, or even our own children. So I said, man, I can also be a voice because I don't have that syndrome far as when I'm done hooping or done playing that I'm washed. Or oh, I'm just right. lost in the sauce okay. trying to figure out what my next move going to be. So I said... We
0: got hey, more to offer. We got more to offer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I said, man, let me
1: let me be a voice. Let me kind of encourage, and, and like Go D said earlier, listeners in the show, is that we need mentors. So I said, man, let me be a mentor, because I didn't have my pops in my life, and I played with a lot of rage, and I was kind of mm-hmm. like a bully ball, and I kept a lot of my emotions in... And thank you, D, for again, for having me on your platform. But uh, one of my episodes that really broke the ice in the podcast world is when I had a show with my pops, and we kind of told our story. I got emotional because, again, you know, when you have your father – in your life and and before then you were hearing oh you're gonna be a statistic you're gonna be in jail dead not tough and just being just another person that is just here without their father living this thing called life so um, for me it was something that broke the barrier and and now with me being here to be on this platform and to be an entrepreneur up and coming and a solid podcaster that's getting recognized. I feel like now my voice and my testimony can inspire and uplift other people who might not have their father around or who might feel like when they was growing up, they were looked at a certain way and now you can overcome it with a lot of fight determination and faith.
0: So what what's the name of that? What's the uh, episode for that podcast?
1: Love you Pops love you pause love part part one pause. love you pause pause, part part well, one
0: let me tell you something that <laughs> that that episode there for the listeners I died laughing it was a serious episode don't get me wrong <laughs> it was a serious episode it was very touching and it, it, it you got to learn a little bit more about 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 the big homie but what was so funny, man, his dad is so charismatic, man, he just kind of took over the show, yeah. and he was running with the show, and and Murph had to stop and was like, hey man, I'm still here listeners, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pop's yeah.
0: doing his thing, and yeah. he went in man, and he was, yeah. I mean, he was dropping some jams, he was letting us, letting people know about the pitfalls, you know, don't take my, don't take the avenue that I took you know what I'm saying, he was just teaching teaching us um, the, the things that he did wrong, what he thought was right and was wrong, but now you can overcome those experiences, you know, and you can still be a father. And like he said, you know, which I definitely wanted to have you on this episode because that's something I want to touch on was, you know, it does take two to tango. You know, you made, like you said, you played basketball with that rage and that fire. uh, That was your outlet to release that energy the way that you felt about your father. But with time, him doing his time, him getting out, and then you going through what you had to get through you guys mended those fences, and now it's become a great relationship. And that's something I want touch touch upon that, man, and tell us that process, how you got to that point. Well,
1: uh, again, love you, pops. Happy Father's Day, man. I, I can't <laughs> emphasize that enough, man. That's my guy. That's my dude. I, I think the person here today, a huge chunk of that has a lot to do with him. So um, yeah. just going through my divorce. Um, back in two thousand and nine, man. Yeah, yeah, the big homie, the listeners out there. Must somebody divorce you? Boy they yeah, anyway, that's a whole nother story for another day. But um you that, that was sell. something <laughs> that was something in my life, man, and, and I believe that was the climax in my life that made me realize that all right, God. I'm, I felt like I was a good dude before uh, a, a good husband a good father a good provider but even after that something was still missing and the pastor at that time was like okay you know you're going through this but as you grow and build yourself up are there any other relationships outside of your marriage that you need to improve or reconcile with I was like, I guess my father. And he said, That's it. I was like, But that dude, uh, he
0: whatever. Said, but that I'm dude. whatever. <laughs> you know, and that's what I'm saying. That was a lot of my
1: immaturity. Because I'm like, yeah. Why do I need to reach out to somebody that ain't been there for his first granddaughter at the time? Ain't really been in my life? Why I need to go back? And one of the words that he said, and it's still stuck to me now as I'm a parent and I tell my kids this you better honor your mother and your father cause your days will be long and prosperous and that right there man I reached out to him told him I ain't need nothing from him told him I am gonna love you because that's in the word but at the same time I need to mend any broken feelings any parts of our relationship that wasn't Wasn't there? I want to make this stronger, or at least make this cordial, because I have a kid now. You have a granddaughter, and what I'm going through right now, I want to have a basically a fresh slate, move on, so I can definitely get this past me, so I can move on to smiling and enjoying life. Yeah, you no definitely doubt. doing that, my brother. You definitely doing that. I
0: appreciate that. it. Appreciate and it. Anytime so, I feel bad, I could jump out and call Murphy. He going to definitely
2: put a smile on your face. I appreciate yeah, that too, brother. I, I could tell that the way he talks, man, he has a like a, a very uplifting spirit. You know what I mean? Just coming through the phone. I ain't met you in person yet. Appreciate it. I can tell it. you have uplifting spirit, so that's good. So, Murph, you said that, um, you know, your father wasn't in your life and you used that rage to play ball, but with somebody along the way mentoring you and helping you guide you to get that far because a lot of times young brothers have that talent and they don't have their father and they go astray because they didn't have anybody to guide them in the right direction
1: hey smash hey brother you gonna be all right you ain't go deep. y'all gonna be good all right re- i said that i told him that personally i said you and smash got a great dynamic and a shout out to mr john e anderson Uh, definitely was a male role model in my life during that time he was married to my mom at that time they no longer are married but at that time and I thank God for that for them seven years was crucial (laughs) going through high school, puberty, women, girls trying to figure out what's what trying to who balance both you know he came through for me on that aspect so yeah Mr. John E. Anderson um, help me, help us I should say moved from Gary, Indiana, and moved me to Chicago to get more exposure. And and anybody know anything about Midwest and Chicago and their basketball, whether it's Isaiah Thomas, Mark Aguai, KG, D. Wade, (laughs) so it's a lot of heavy hitters that came through Mm -hmm. the city of Chicago. So for me to get that opportunity and exposure, it definitely helped Put me on the map to where I was able to not only do my thing in my high school, became a Hall of Famer in 2010 under under all the turmoil. So even still alive and still able to hoop my high school, granted me the opportunity to be inducted into the, to their Hall of Fame for what I did on the court, but also off the court.
0: That's what's up. That's a good testament to you, man. Definitely,
2: yeah, and it proves more that you got the skills, man. I see you now. Oh, the Hall of
0: Famer, <laughs> on my resume. <laughs> right, on <hall> of famer.
2: <laughs> I'm a self proclaimed Hall of Famer, but that's
1: about it. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate hey, But like, like you said, just being humble, and that's one thing that divorce has taught me is to be humble because what you do have. He can easily take two. So now I'm just kind of like, you know, just embracing the moment and and, and still hungry for more, man. Um, As you've heard just one of my podcasts, the second podcast is titled The Flagrant Two, where you can talk about anything and everything, having everyday conversation with everyday people. You can lay your hair down and talk about whatever. So. Relationships, I mean, politics, sports, cuss, fuss. And I'm still the same listeners. They like, Murphy, <laughs> talk about you, uh, a spiritual man on this show, but then this show, you do the opposite. No, the uplifting spirit is still there um, to <laughs> smash point. I still want to have
2: positive content for the world. Almost there. Yeah, I, I heard the flagrant too, man. I, I like it. I heard when you were uh, doing the interview with D, and y'all, man, it didn't even seem like a. Interview or a podcast, it just seemed like I got to uh, be on three-way to a phone conversation nice. that y'all was having. It was a good interview. Appreciate yeah. that, brother. Appreciate. And to, that. And,
0: and to our listeners, um to that point, it's like when I first met Murph, we was uh playing two K basketball, and I was I was doing him up on that two K, and he was doing me up on two K. <laughs> it was it was back and it forth. It was back Audrey. and forth. Yeah, and uh, I was like, man, the dude was like, I had to message him, like, man. Who was this dude with these red shoes on, man? He <laughs> he got game, but it was out of a mutual respect, right? And just talking to him, man, I can see how much of a, uh, a a kinder spirit that we had because we were just conversating, man. I mean, from that point on, man, we've been friends ever since, and it's like I can I cannot talk to Murph for two weeks, right? And you tend to drift away from people, but I can pick up the phone right now after two weeks and we'll pick up right when we left off like nothing happened, you That's know what real. I'm saying? That's right. Because he knows you know, it's life. Life, life takes, his, takes his, his toes and pitfalls, but at the end of the day, you know, it's an understanding that we have that common ground, especially when he told me he was podcasting. That was something that I was uh, debating and dwelling on for a while, man. He was just like just do it, man. Just jump out there. Just do it. You got a, you got a, a plan. You got a vision. You got a purpose uh, for your podcast. Just get out there and do it. And okay. it's been, it's been a wonderful experience. And, and not only that, man, it's brought me and Smash a little bit closer as friends as well, man. Yeah. Because we we talk more. We conversate more. We talk about other things outside of of just our our you know our brotherhood. It's you know about social aspects and different things like that and being. Uh, being black man in, in, in America Man it's, it's it's been a It's been a humbling experience but it's been an exciting experience For me as well
2: That's true man That's true. I I appreciate it Man no You God. gonna say something Murph?
1: No 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 I'm just listening brother it's always good okay. to be uh, On the other end just to <laughs> sit back And just listen man hey I'm cool
2: <laughs> I'm cool Nah cause like D, D has been My Murph if you want If you want to say that you Copy know? that he talks to you and gets the jewels and then he'll come back and tell me because like for me the podcast thing has been it's a a hobby to me just something I can do to release and you know say what I want to say but D is always like hey thought about this hey let's do this and I'm like at the time he might hit me up when I'm at work and i would be like "All right, I'm gonna look at that when I get home but then I find myself at work fumbling through the little stuff he sends me and I'm reading and I'm trying to do my research to get up on his level so Like I said, I appreciate, I I like the positivity, man, brothers, looking out for brothers, you know what I mean?
0: Got to, man. Got to, no doubt. (laughs) Yeah, because like we say, man, it's hard to be positive, but it don't take much energy to be negative. So we always try to, our motto is just, you know, propel positive energy, you get positive energy in return, you know? So, but Murph, let's get down to some... Some 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 nitty gritty here a little bit <laughs> Yes sir What's up big dog Hey, this
1: my, I always got something to say Verbally or even non-verbally You know what I'm saying For those listeners out there I say that on my intro for the flagrant too And I really do always got something to say And shout out to my wife for still putting up with me
0: so. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to her for putting up with him Definitely But Murph, you know I'm about to take a little jab here so how is this Spurs thing gonna play out, man? Kawhi wanna say he wanna say his bye-byes.
1: Just like anything, is always uh, all good things must come to an end. I think um, mm. it was a good it was a good ride. I think once you being a star player, the best two-way player in the game, and you frustrated, you want out. I, I, and, I, and I'm a Spurs fan, huge no Spurs fan, <laughs> huge hashtag go Spurs go but hey let them go let them go um if we need to rebuild I, I say we're the patriots of the NBA we're gonna always be there somehow some way Tom Brady that. and Belichick equals one Greg Popovich so as long as we got Greg Popovich or Coach Pop, we gonna we gonna be good we gonna what? find a way we made LaMarcus Aldridge an All Star at 35. Oh, he about 32, but still, <laughs> you know, he's still putting up buckets, man. So and then and then Tim Duncan lasted to about 40, you know. So Ginobili and Parker still hanging in there. I tell people the Spurs won a championship in the 90s, 2000, and the 2010s. So every decade they won a championship. So if if, if Kawhi won a bounce. Hey man, I'm sure we'll we'll you know scoop up a couple of free agents so, to help keep so that one thing, going.
0: One thing about the Spurs, they usually like everybody's like saying he's gonna end up in L.A. and him and LeBron and PG13 gonna make another super team. Do you nah. really think Pop and San Antonio is gonna trade this dude to the West? To Western the West? Nope. No, I don't think that's no, gonna happen. No. no nah, no,
2: that won't no, happen. No. Nope.
1: He could probably go to Boston.
0: I think it's New York myself.
1: Or, or yeah, yep. They need that. They need that too. Yep, that's a good one too. Yep. I think he'll
2: just go to Cleveland with LeBron.
0: LeBron is out of there.
1: (laughs) That'd be good. I I ain't think of that. Quiet to Cleveland. um, That's possible.
0: But I do think LeBron leaving. But that's possible. Oh, I know he leaving. He 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 ain't staying up there, bro. It's no. (laughs) They didn't they revamped that roster in the middle of the season and it, and he did all the work to get them to that finals man he he did and I gained a lot of respect for LeBron man because of that fact that he he willed that team to that championship bro he willed that team to that championship game because I thought it was over with man but he some way some while he put Boston away man that's some way with that brother you just can't count him out Yeah. now some of that though I felt like he did to get that type of recognition you think so? Right. I I,
1: I, okay, I'm one I of them guys, like you said. I'm gonna spit gems, and I'm gonna make sure you know what I know, so right. you can push me. I felt like LeBron didn't want no one or people to push him, so in turn, he needs to do all the work. I don't want to do all the work. I get tired. I got a family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a podcaster. I need some support, and if not, <laughs> then I'm I'm a leave and find a group of people that's going to hold me up when I'm down. And I feel like LeBron cleaning house like that in majority of his career because if it wasn't for D-Wade taking that step back or riding on the passenger seat, LeBron definitely wouldn't have won the ring.
0: Right. But I I think he needs that. I mean, everybody needs a second fiddle, sometimes a third fiddle to make it happen in basketball. But... I, I just, I just, that may be the reason, but I just view him differently now, man. Because he, he just, he laid it all on the line. And I just think that that just put me, I got more respect for him after seeing what he did with this team. Versus oh, no doubt. What I'm not taking that away. I just head. felt like he, he,
1: he did that so he can be seen or spoke about as the go-well. He led this yeah. team when nobody else could. Well, he got rid of D-Way Crowder. Not got rid of, but. He, got, he, rid of you be he got rid of him He got rid of him D-Rose You know what I mean Like you Three guys that Can contribute
0: To any team Yeah, yeah. So Man Good. You think about You think about If he sent His His banana boat boy D-Wade <laughs> Told him Go back to Miami bro You just not helping Then Everybody was second Second thought After that point
1: Yeah Yeah Well that's to show you too After a while If it don't work Hey It ain't personal it's just beasts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's comedy. He just didn't have a supporting cast. I mean, he got a, some good players, but if you give him somebody like Kawhi who can take over a game at any time and you put that with LeBron, LeBron can rest and you still got like Cal Corver, Kevin Love, and Al Horford. You still got them guys. And, you know, you can be able to play in a game because LeBron could be rested a little bit. But well, just like playing. when they had Kyrie, though. Yeah. He had that go-to that person didn't. that can score 40 when he scored 40. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I just don't know why that didn't work. I, I still haven't heard Kyrie come up and speak about that. So,
0: Well, he spoke. I mean, the, my whole thing on that was with Kyrie, he sort of writing on the wall. You know, with, don't don't hold my faith to LeBron James' faith. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me carve out my own path. And he made the right choice by going to Boston. It's just... He got hurt, but that that team was built for success. You see, they made it to the conference finals without him.
2: Right, that's true. But do is Kyrie gonna leave though? That's the question now. Are they gonna trade
0: Kyrie? Mm, I, I, well, Kyrie already he already got on wax and said um, they asked him about him getting another contract, and he was like, "That's that's that would be foolish of me to sign another contract at this point." Yeah. so basically, what he's saying, I could go ahead and play free agency because you go going offer the money anyway. Let me go play free agency and see how it's going to turn out for me. That's it's a smart business him. move. Yep. Yeah. I think so, too. I think yeah, so, too. That's
2: true. Wow. Okay. That is a good business move, though.
0: So, Murph, what you say how many podcasts
2: you got actively doing right now? <laughs> three. <laughs> three. <laughs> I got three. Wow. Yeah. How do you find the time for all three of them?
0: One of the hardest working man in the business. Hey, man, I
1: appreciate <laughs> that. I think the biggest thing, though, man, is just, I mean, I like to talk. I like to say the general theme for all my podcasts is positive content and I'm actually being myself. Okay, yeah. I can be myself. If I can be myself, it's a recorded conversation.
2: Yep, that's true. Yep.
1: Like GoD well is- said, if we sit and record the conversation we had, that's content right there for the world.
0: Yeah. And I and I yep. sit down with Smash and laugh. I say, sometimes, man, when we talking, man, sometimes we get better content by us just having general conversation. Absolutely. We might just need to record it sometimes. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs>
2: and yeah, just like right now, yeah, right now, you know, just starting off, you know, we we trying to, we still finding ourselves and we learning as we go. But yeah. like like uh, D said, if we just cut the the mic on and just had a hot mic. Man, we'd have some good stuff because we just talk when, you know, it ain't we ain't gonna lie. We just talk and go at it. So yeah.
1: people like you said about the episode me and D did, It's it's about feeling like you're a part of the conversation. Instead of it being, you know, you you felt how genuine, you know, the relationship we have and what we were talking about. And I think as the People that are at a certain level or who we work with and they heard a certain they hold a certain title, they gotta put up this front. Man, hey, this is me. Even at work, I don't I do not change who I am for nobody.
2: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> and hey, that's I- the thing, I'm very comfortable in my skin. Like, man, am I too urban for people as far as who I work with? Or or am I I'm six, seven, I'm educated, I'm black. And that, initially, with them characteristics, (laughs) truthfully, Smash is intimidating. Yep. He has a threat. Yep. Uh,
2: Yeah. Every day, all day.
1: But if you get to talk to me, you'd be like, oh, man, that's a cool dude. He don't want no no smoke, as they say. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He just (laughs) wants to (laughs) see people succeed and have a good time. And that's basically what I'm doing. But, yeah, I just be myself, man, throughout, even featuring on y'all's show. I'm just being myself. So when yeah, you do you go back and hear other shows, I'm who I am.
0: So so tell me some things. You you have you married, how long you been married?
1: Well, been
0: married to my beautiful wife, Mrs. Murphy. Six years. Yep. Yep. <laughs> six six years. years. Gave me how two beautiful boys. Okay. You got so you have two boys and two girls, right?
1: Yep, 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 yep. So, so, yep. so blended family.
0: Okay. Also, oh, you have a uh, a children. She has kids herself from a previous relationship as well. Correct. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. How does that blended family work out for you?
1: I tell you, it's a yeah. it's something that teaches me about myself because I'm so big with the Murph empire. <laughs> Murph. <laughs> I'm like, yo, hey, hey, sister girl, hey, you gotta feel this. You a part of it now, you know. But it's a part of my development, though. Like I said before, everything you don't have to go my way. But as long as I'm being true to me, want her, because it's a girl, she's the oldest. I want her to see that I, I love her like my own. Mm-hmm. you under my roof, you under my covering. I'm gonna do and treat you and say things to you that I would tell my own flesh and blood, you know what I mean? And she's in sports. So now when I am recording, like now, she has the baby boy, which is her younger brother. And she checks me out. She see, you know, she checks the IG and she sees the movements that I made. And I believe that has broken the ice. Okay. Not saying before okay. it wasn't okay. solid, but now she like, wait a minute, this dude, he, he making moves. Like, <laughs> like, like, like I can. This sports thing is really, hmm. You know, because I used to tell her <laughs> like, hey, I, I've I, I been in your shoes, sophomore in high school. You got your coaches saying one thing, you thinking one thing, and you're gonna be divided between your coaches, your thoughts, and you what your friends say and do. So, so she hoops
0: is she a hooper too?
1: Volleyball, volleyball, oh, volleyball. Uh okay. uh huh, uh huh. Uh-huh. So I'm like, hey, but in all sports are still the same. That's true. Oh
0: yeah, competition, compete, compete, compete. Ex- exactly. The- so and I'm <laughs> telling her like I told mine, hey.
1: Now, you better get a scholarship. (laughs) (laughs) Because Papa Murph, (laughs) I don't plan on it for y'all. And then your mama, (laughs) she got taste. And money don't just fall out of the sky. Right. And I'm being lit for the listeners out there. I'm just being real. A blended family is definitely a beautiful thing. It has its challenges. But because of who I am, I want to make sure that she has inclusive as everybody else in the household. So that's why I right. feel, again, why not sports? Sports for us is kind of like our icebreaker.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How's the okay. game? What are your plans yep. on this? You looking at schools? Hey, I, I look forward to coming to the games, talking to the coaches, seeing what they've been able to do prior to coaching. Just kind of go back and forth and tell them, like, the people I've met um, through my journey, some volleyball coaches. We plan on going to some tournaments uh, within the next few weeks for you know volleyball. So it's really it's really something that brought us together. So i saw always, again, love sports. Title again, my first podcast, who which has bro, uh, opened up doors for me. Why not sports? It really does <laughs> wonders, and at least for me in my life. So, but yeah, it's cool though, man. I think I think it is something that. Um, It's a good thing that God has blessed me to be in this position to be, you know, the head of household and still raising, you know, a kid, quote unquote, technically was not mine. But shout out to Mr. John E. Anderson, who did the same for me. So I've always felt obligated to do the same.
2: That's awesome. I want to say, you know, saying shout out to all the fathers, but definitely shout out to all the fathers and mothers who are doing that blended family thing because that's what i hear a lot man a lot of people be like and it's men and women like oh i can't date a person who has another child but to step up and take care of another child that's not yours by flesh or blood right that's a big deal because yeah, you know it takes huge. a lot to just deal with your own so <laughs> I big, big shout out to everybody that's doing that <laughs> yes sir appreciate that
0: it's tough it's tough
2: but that's a that's cool stuff, man. I like that, man. You able to step up and just lead the way, but it's it's almost like it was meant to be, like you said, um, uh, Mr. What's his name, Mr. Anderson, right, yep, yep. Mr. John Anderson. Yep. He took care of you, and it's almost like, hey, I'm I'm just doing what was taught to me. It's like you you know paying it forward, basically. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, That's sir. good stuff, man. Appreciate yeah. that, bro.
0: So I want to go around a, around the around a, the horn a little bit and. and give me give me one of your favorite stories about your pops man that you can remember Murph. well um it is the
1: biggest one man and that's a real good question you talking about when i was growing up
0: <laughs> yeah well any point any point in time in your life up to this point man just i mean i could
1: okay well, i'm going to go when i was younger and didn't know no better pops you know pops about 55 five. you know i'm 67 so i'm already a foot <laughs> taller than him and he be talking about he can hoop. I'm like, dude, I don't even got to jump and I'm a score. So I think for me that was humorous, man. <laughs> and he you
0: know, was being disrespectful. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And that and that, but that's to show you, even then, that's what type of confidence I had in myself. But not being rude, but I also use my confidence as a part of comedy to not really come off as aggressive without me even knowing it. Like like now, if I say that, they're like, oh wow, you know, think taking it the wrong way. But uh, but yeah, again, love my pops. He he laughed and joked because you know even right now I say the same thing. Hey old man, whenever you ready, man, you know I ain't nothing. But he said, let's box a rest. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm too tall for that. Then that's when being tall is a disadvantage. Cause he all he's striking low already. And I'm like, dog, my back, Pops. Pops. <laughs> you know see,
2: see? That's that's what I was about to add. I was about to add who really won. Like, did he ever beat you in basketball? Oh no. Me and Pops never hoop. We never oh, okay. play. Yeah, we never I,
1: I'll, we'll just talk. Again, I always got something to say, but I do back it up a lot of times. But except for Pops and us hooping. But uh, but now, man, just being a mentor just in my life, man, as a husband and a father, because I didn't really grow up with that foundation and grew up with anyone being married, especially, you know, that long to really show me the do's and don'ts and the ropes. So just just keeping me, keeping me grounded, man. So it's, it's not really designated to one thing, especially now, just being there when I have questions about the brand. A blended family, my wife, just trying to make it all make sense without choosing one over the other. That happy balance, sort to speak.
0: Because they all they all important equally. <laughs> yes, sir.
2: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes,
0: sir. And yes, and that's, sir. And what story we gonna stick to? Absolutely, but- <laughs> my dog. Yes, but I'm being real though. Here, yep. I go. I'm just being real. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. So if you had you sitting you got a young brother walk up to you today, man, he's sitting down. He'd sit down with you, and he's wondering uh, should he get married? Why should I get married? You know, um, what would your what would your advice be to him?
1: Man, my man, that's a good question. And, and it's that interesting is, cause again, because again, <laughs> because of my position, I'm in leadership. I'm in management and people talk to their managers and leaders all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I get those all the time when I'm not even looking for it. So, I've had that question, which is still a good question. I tell them this. Make sure any thing, get out your system. Whether it's women, whether it's partying all night, you better get anything that's going to set you back from having a successful marriage, get it out your system. And personally, make sure you know who you are. And what that means is, like me, I'm, I'm telling on myself again. I've, uh, y'all family. I'm just being real. I can be lazy, like I can work sixty hours a week and stay in the bed all day and do nothing. My wife now be like, "Yo, I don't care how many hours you work. You still need to take the boys to get the haircut. You still need to go get groceries. You, I be like, "Damn, hey, I'm tired." <laughs> like you know what I'm saying so but that's but I always knew that about myself I feel like I need that break to just but she like no as a parent we still need to do this still need to do that and I know that's some of my opportunities so whatever flaws or opportunities you have be ready
0: for them to face you head on what you say? Th- what you think Smash? what would be your advice
2: oh man it's kind of funny you said that because somebody asked me this week man and um just the other day actually about because they they about to get married and they having the last-minute jitters but what I told them is man um, you gotta you gotta communicate with your uh, girlfriend boyfriend whatever it is before you get married cuz everybody goes in before you get married everybody has a their own idea of marriage you know some men might think that the women are just supposed to cook clean and do this and some women might think that the man is supposed to do everything handy you know like Change the light bulb, wash the car, mow the lawn, all that. But nowadays, it's changed because <laughs> yeah. a lot, a lot of roles have changed. So Facts. you have to make sure that y'all talk it through. And what's your idea of a marriage? Because once you get married, you locked into that contractually, anyway. Yes, you Locked in. So you got to make sure that you know. what I'm saying what y'all going in as you you expect your your uh, spouse to do this. So if you expect your man to wash the car. He's going to tell you, like, yeah, I'm going to wash the car for you. you don't have to do that. Like in my household, I tell my wife, like, you don't have to wash the car. You don't have to take out the trash. You don't have to co- cut the grass as long as I'm around. But she still likes doing some of that stuff on her own to feel independent. But we know that about each other. We knew that going in. And that's what I, I my important thing is, like, make sure y'all have the same idea about marriage or at least talk about it before y'all engage into that.
1: Now on the flip side though This is a part I tell everybody Including myself because this is my second one When y'all say I do Something's gonna change Oh yeah I don't know if it's gonna be me Or your spouse or you and your But something's gonna to change to where you're gonna be Looking in the mirror And this is not <laughs> negative It's just for you to evaluate yourself and, and push you to become a better husband Or a better spouse Just depending on whatever mm-hmm. it might be
2: and I call that the the maturity level cuz you know like everybody go through their own maturity uh stages mm-hmm. and it might be a time where you you're maturing at this level but your wife ain't but it's up to you to help bring your wife to the level you at and vice versa right. yeah. maturing, and and you know? that and
0: but that comes to and that comes with um loving somebody but being conscious with your love you know what i'm saying because you can love somebody to the point where um, you're blinded by, they're just not going to get better. They're just not right. going to do right. right. You know what I'm right. saying? But at the same time, you have that conscious love where I love you so much that I'm going to instill my good qualities to succeed and help you succeed as a person. And always chant, always kudos your your mate. Always yeah. kudos them. Always give them a pat on the back. Tell them yeah. how good of a job they've done because. We don't say that enough. You and shout out and to the wives, for
2: real. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> because a lot of times you get so consumed, don't get so consumed in life that you forget why you two are there in the first place. Because you love each other, you know what I'm saying. And you want to see each other. You want to grow. You know what I'm saying. We, we, as a, as a couple, you want to look back and see where you were ten years ago, when we're in a better place. You know what I'm saying, from ten years from now. And like you said, that comes with communication, like with Murph says it comes from, you know, sow your wild oats. Get all that out your system. <laughs> that you can them temptations can are real, bro. Yeah, man. It is. Don't get it, it is. twisted. They are it's running back. When I when I first, you know, when I was single, man, it was it was, you know, you you had your you had your roles, and then sometimes you hit that drought, but then <laughs> If you know what I'm talking about, that's real. Yeah, yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm gonna be real on y'all show. Hey, I'm being real. But then you put that you put that ring on, and it's like it's just falling out the tree. It's falling. It's like I'm not being tempted to, to test my faith in my relationship, man. So you got to be able to have, like he said, man, support. Get all that out your system. Like it, it's and even the frivolous things, man. You know what I'm saying? If you, it's the little things that set them off, man. If you. You know, the wife wants the toilet paper going under and you want to go over. Yeah, buddy. That's <laughs> somebody fact. Somebody got to compromise. Again, that's man, what, you I, you what I saying? do kick in. When we was dating, <laughs> yeah. you ain't
1: say nothing like that. Now we married. Exactly. I got to be a certain way. Or oh, I got to sleep on this side of the bed. You be like, oh, yeah. come on, y'all. Y'all got to feel me out there. It's real.
2: Hey, he, you, you said something, man, that... uh. That kind of sparked something when you when you was talking about you know uh, being married and communicating and stuff. Like the pet peeve with me, my wife, and my kids that I have with them is the trash thing. We talked about this. Oh, here we go. Like they, I'm 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 telling you, man, these jokers play a game to see who can stack the trash the highest before they pull out the bag. Oh and, man. Oh man. <laughs> and, but we. <laughs> it's just funny. We communicate about that. She's like, "All right, man, I, I got you I'll, I'll make sure they get on it." And I know what certain they, things I do to hurt, but because you know. they
0: play jingle with the trash, how <laughs> We can stack this trash for it fall out.
1: Uh, <laughs> until it bursts through the bag, and then you gotta go pick oh. up all the trash. They're like, nah, oh. this ain't gonna never happen again.
0: But, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but to the listeners, we're saying that because those you you may think that's frivolous. And that's meaningless, like a meaningless task. But those type of things, if you're not securing your relationship, those type of things that set a relationship off, man. Those little, oh, little bit of things are mount up and mount up and mount up. And, and when you get time to the big things, say like finances or you're not, Come you're on. not you're giving me my QT time. Those are like little pieces of dynamite. Just wait to explode, you know, to what that big explosion happened.
1: So, it, oh, go ahead
0: it's hard for it's you know even to this day man i've been married for uh 14 years been with my wife for 16 years and every day it's a struggle man it's nothing easy man my nephews and nieces and people ask me my advice and i'm like are you sure you want to do this Is just something that yeah. you truly want to do because well, it's, it's not it's not easy when you when you're married with somebody else who's Got a whole different mentality than
1: you. Grew so. up a certain way. Man. Yes, yeah.
0: man. Expecting they want to raise kind of their kids man. the way they grew up. Like I ain't grew up like that, anyway. I'm <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I've been married. I've been with my wife for eighteen years, man. We've nice. been together nineteen, but married for eighteen, and I love my wife to death. And what you were saying earlier, do you like when you put that uh, that wedding ring on, like? females jump out of the woodworks because she know my type. She, she know I like the bats. I like the blonde head old ratchet people. You know, the ratchet people. You know what I'm saying? I like them girls that going to be like, what's up, Byron? They're going to show up to the job and act the fool, but my wife ain't nothing like that. And I love her because she's the total opposite of me and she puts me in that position where, she, where I have to do stuff that I'm not used to. And Mm -hmm. But I end up liking it because that's what she likes. And I end up liking it because I I do it because she likes it. But I realize, like, those other women out there, they're they're cute. She know I look at women because they're attractive. I mean, I know she look at women. Her dude is Mars Chestnut, you know. Uh, (laughs) 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 But it's one of those things, like, I'm able to sit back and look at women now. And be like, "Mm, I'm good. You cute. But I'm used to my wife's stuff. I ain't trying to get to know your shit, you know what I mean? Right, <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, because it's you know funny. you know, it's a backstory behind it. You know it's drama that come with that, you know what I'm
2: saying? Yeah, It ain't gonna be, like they say, if the grass is greener on the other side, they got a higher water, you know what I mean? Come on.
1: <laughs> and another thing too, y'all, and, and I'm learning this, is is it grounds for divorce? This, the small frivolous thing.
0: Is it really grounds for mm. divorce? I know I'ma people... Say, I, I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say yeah.
2: Oh, really? Okay. I'm
0: going to say yeah, because at the end of the day, man, if uh, a home is supposed to be happy, period. When I, you know, after you, when you walk outside that door, man, and you, you, you know, hammering out the pavement and you take care of business, when you get home, man, that's your release. That's your sanctuary. That's where you want to be calm and, and, and you want to be able to rejuvenate yourself to move on to the next day. So if you got somebody at home that's just picking at you and and being frivolous and you just know that you can't see past, love can't get you through that anymore, then it's time to go, bro. It's time to go.
2: So I got a question for, it's going to go to both of y'all, but so it goes like this. So Murph, what made you get divorced? Because, you know, you said, ooh, for a minute, like like you might not, you might have changed your mind now, but you had a previous divorce and Derek. What would cause you to, you know, what I'm saying, what would be that cause to make you go for a divorce? Not with your wife, but I'm just saying, whatever scenario.
0: Oh no, so. we we debt to us part. I already told him <laughs> you ain't going right. nowhere. bro we can get divorced today, man. We gonna be roommates around here. <laughs> that's real. I'm, I'm invested too much. <laughs> hey,
1: that's I th- Yeah, and and, that, and that's the thing, man. I think. As far as me in the first go around i think he was just growing apart i think yep. um, i've always been this guy though as you guys hear today of course with maturity but i have have i have aspiration i have goals mm-hmm. and um, I, I just think that when it didn't happen as quick far as the success the money the lifestyle didn't happen as fast that's when my marriage starts slipping. Okay. Because well, in my opinion, because I look at it now, like you guys obviously know. Now I have a house, I have a mortgage. Let me say that. Did the success? Everything is coming back full circle. And I believe if I would have had that same success, I would have had a deeper fall than what I had back then. That's okay. the best way I can put it.
0: And I don't for I don't know what would. What... <sighs> I'm, I'm an easygoing type of person, man. That doesn't, you know, things have set me off, but it has to be, like Murph said, I would have to actually grow apart. We just have, we just we just don't have that, that, that connection anymore. You know what I'm saying? We just like two ships of the night passing by each other. That would probably be... I mean, I could work through a lot of things, man. I could work through infidelity. I could work through hard times and be financial because when you say I do, you say I do. You know what I'm saying? I, but if you a habitual line stepper, then... <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, nothing you can do about we it. We got All right, Charlie Murphy.
0: <laughs> right, we got... <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. We got... But we got we got a line to draw, but at the end of the day, you know, you say I do, you're in it to win it. Regardless of what you feel, you say I do, and that's just the way I take it, man. If I say I do, I'm in it, you know what I'm saying? It's been throughout these 16 years with my wife, there's been a lot of ups, and there's been a lot of downs. But at the end of the day, we're here. We're standing, we're, ten, we're, we're a whole lot better for it today than if we'd have gave up yesterday, you know what I'm saying? So... Mm-hmm you got to work hey. at it. It's work, work, work,
2: work. Hey, all I need right now, boy, is the choir to get up and sing. Hey, y'all boys, preach. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but because you said something, man, and it, it sparked something in me. Because I said this to somebody, too. You were talking about we can work through the infidelity. Because my steps are like, if I feel like something ain't working with me and my wife, I'm going to seek counseling first to make sure that we try everything before I just say we done, right? Exactly. But when you say infidelity, I was surprised because I hear a lot of men and women, but women are more on the opposite side, actually, but a lot of men to say, like, if their wife had infidelity, cheat on, They can't excuse it, and they gone. But women tend to stay with their men more, so I was just... That was kind of... I was kind of curious that you said that, that, that Well, something. I
0: mean, that... It's a hard pill for a man to swallow. I'm but one of them. I I, and it, I mean I just gotta look at it like this, man. I, I, I look at my relationship as do I see my life better with with or without her? And at this point, I see it better. And we all make mistakes. And don't get me wrong, man. We we not gonna sit on this on this podcast like we some saints around here. And, oh no, either, doubt. no and, doubt. And and you know <laughs> we've we've done things in our past and and that that. Would be grounds for divorce, but at the end of the day, um,
2: I'm good. I'm good. No.
0: I'm <laughs> do you do you love her? You know what I'm saying? Do you love that woman? Do you? Can you accept that? And that's something we all make mistakes, man. And I, and again, I did say habitual line step on. So now, if you shame on first time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. You got to go. But anything worth having is worth, worth fighting
1: on. for. So that that that's definitely right. a key principle as well in marriage.
0: And that's not and that even with that, man, if you go infidelity, like you said, Cordell, let's go sit down and talk to somebody and see why, what was the root cause of oh, this? You know man. what I'm saying? I, I'm never yeah. sitting around here just complaining about why, why you did it, why you did it. Let's go seek some help to sit down and figure out why did you do it? What did I, what did I do wrong? Because it's, obviously it's something that I did wrong to make you want to do that. Now, if you come out and just say, hey, that brother was Mars Chestnut shoot your shot you know what i'm saying shoot your <laughs> shot. go go for it you know what i'm saying but other than that you know you you got to come up with some reasons why you did it you know what i'm saying we got to figure out how we're going to fix this but it's a hard pill to swallow even with me saying it i'm thinking about it now i'm like dang i'm saying it <laughs> but do i really accept that but i do man because i i, I do dearly 100 love my wife and i don't think i can see my life any other way That's powerful. but at the end of the day um I just want the you know the younger cats out there to understand the other younger listeners out there, that's brothers real. and sisters that's listening, to understand that it's work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it it's ain't easy. It's a lot of work, and there's nothing wrong. One thing for sure, and I'm gonna I'm tell this story. Um, got out the military, and I moved back to Houston with eighty-five dollars in my pocket, and I just said, you know what? I need to be alone. I just need to be by myself. You know what I'm saying? And and just focus on me, getting me together. You know what I'm saying? Find a job, um, taking care of my young one from a previous relationship. It was all about me. And by me doing that, relationship was like secondary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't even a primary, it wasn't even part of my objective. And through that process, here comes along four, 16 years ago, here comes my wife. You know what I'm saying? It just, just happened and then Yes. I was able to, at that point, I was at a, 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 a launching pad point to to bettering myself. You know what I'm saying? So she happened to be right there at that point where I was getting ready to launch myself into a better a better place, but it was at the right time. You know what I'm saying? So we grew together and, and you could ex- accept that relationship. And I'm saying that to say this brothers and sisters don't feel like you can't be alone because you can't don't feel like you got to be in a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship if you focus on you and learn you and understand you a whole lot better trust me and that's that that other person or that being comes into your life then you'll be able to tolerate and understand them a little bit better
1: That's true. I agree. Same how I met my wife. I was minding my business. Being, right. being, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Doing my thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm getting stronger. I'm boom, 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 boom. Then, because you know, I actually, after the divorce, I headed to Indianapolis. So I moved back to the Midwest. Kicked it with my folks for a couple of years. And right when I was working my way back to come to Texas, because my daughter lives, uh, lived in Texas. So I said, I'm going to come, come back Let's make sure Because again, my pops for in my life. I'm not going to not have my kids with me, or at least close to me. I said, I'm going to get myself together a couple of years, and boom, come back. But right before I left, here come Ms. Murphy. I'm like, that wasn't a part of the plan. But, you <laughs> know, so she so, ended up moving with me to
0: Houston. Yeah. So let me that's ask that's good. Let me ask you this question now. Should a brother or sister stay in a relationship? Well, we speaking on fathers because it's Father's Day. Should a father stay in a relationship just because of the kids?
2: Ah man,
1: that's tough. Man, <laughs> for me initially, <laughs> I'm going. For me initially, I'm still going to say yeah because of my experience. Now, my listeners or the listener might say, your your pop not being in your life got y'all stronger." But because of the person I am, even even right now, my daughter don't live with me, and it makes me melt at times that I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Right. it makes me melt that i'm not there because she's getting older she's developing and there's some chumps that's checking out and i am not able to be there as much as i would like so that's when i have to keep my kids prayed up so initially still as of right now i would say yeah that way i can be around my kids and like go d me and old girl we're just gonna be roommates Right until my oh, kids right. get grown but other yeah. than that I need to be there so that's something that's one of my opportunities that's initially even though bigger picture you know you, you gotta be happy if they don't see you happy how would they be you know living and, and, and really respecting you but just for me it just makes me melt that I'm not
2: able to be there with her as much as I would like and, and I, I agree with you initially or I, I would say yeah because I got two girls so I can't see my life being like, you know what I'm saying? Like they living in this state, I'm living in another it's, state. It's I got to be there with them. I want to be there for them. So I try to, um, you know what I'm saying? I, I Even if that was the case where me and the mom, their mom are roommates, I would tell them straight up like, hey, me and your mom aren't getting along in our relationship. Mm-hmm. But that's none of y'all business. You know right. what I'm saying? We're still your mom <laughs> and your dad. Yep, exactly. I mean, it's true though. It's true. Like, that's well, none then, of your business. Yeah, what me me and your mom do is not y'all business like we're your mom and your father regardless if if we're together or not but we're choosing to stay together in this house to help parent y'all so y'all will be all right. you know what I mean so I tell my kids all the time I I would sacrifice my life for y'all so would I sacrifice a little unhappiness yeah I mean like me and the mom have to talk and work out like okay if you date this guy go over here I'll go over here if I date this girl, but mm-hmm. we're not going to bring them to the house. Yep. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I would stay for my girls, man. I love my girls. Yep. Yep. yep.
0: Uh, y'all a bit stronger than me, brother. I'm a. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a nah, I'm, I'm last joking. But I'll stay. It's i mean, going to be light skinned, man. <laughs> we in style, brother. Don't be bad. In style. <laughs> y'all be hate. <hating. laughs> <laughs> So, Murph, we're getting a little long in the tooth on this on this show, but I wanna close it out with something that me and Smash and I does. We play what's called our uh our five likes. So we gonna I'm gonna pick a topic and you give me your five likes on that and, and we're gonna either Sandman man you or we're gonna say, yeah, we like that. <laughs> That's a bet. I'm ready. <laughs> so give me your five, your five favorite artists, hip hop.
1: Oh, uh, that's that's a debate we can always go on and on and on and but, on. But, but
0: we want, but that's your list.
1: Yeah. So my list is this including individual or group or just in man, general?
0: whatever floats your boat.
1: All right. So, Outkast. When I come to music, Outkast, Biggie, Epoch oh, like- Um, they said rap. Man. <laughs> <laughs> see. I mean, yeah, those two for sure are big impact, e but I'm a huge outcast is like my number one for sure. I'm going to add Dre in there because that's Dre. And the last one, that's 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 tough. This is something is tough, but just for GP and they still in the game, shout out to Nas, man. That He'll make my last and final spot. Last he just final had spot. an album drop, didn't he? Exactly. So he's still in the game. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I I give him that now for for the longevity.
0: Okay, so I, I, what, I, I really
2: can't knock him for that.
0: Nah, man, that, that though three of those three of those five is definitely on my list with Pac, uh, um, Outkast and Nas. I'm a I like Biggie, but I could live without Biggie. I couldn't live without no Pac. I gotta hear that like at least once or twice a week. Um, yeah, but Outcast that's and like Jay Z was my in my rule
2: mention. Ooh. Jay-Z. Jay-Z, okay.
0: Yeah,
2: it's, but... See, I'm with you, Derek on that big, and people get mad at me all the time when I say that, but I don't I, I don't know. I just... Big was... He's good. Lyrics is good, but I could live with him, without him. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah,
0: but, I mean, when I, I grew up... You know, I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, and it was tough living there, man. It was, you know, crime-ridden. It was poverty. So, when Tupac dropped... It was, it was just, it hit home for me, you know what I'm saying, on so many levels. So I had that connection to what he was saying, you know what I'm saying? But with Biggie, it was entertainment, you know what I'm saying? I felt yeah. that I had a, I had a, a life, actually life connection to what Pac was saying versus Biggie was like a good lyricist, yeah, he was enjoyable to listen to. But, you know what I'm saying, it was just more of a a connection there versus with Biggie. And Nas, Nas was the same way, man. When that Illmatic drop, that was like, Whoa, that's like changed the whole game for me. So Nas will always be um within my five likes and and my favorite of all time would have to be Rakim. Um he'll never leave oh, my list okay. at, at no time. You know what I'm saying? You give me anything, Rakim, I'm down with. It. <laughs> that's what's <laughs> up,
2: man. See, I threw I threw one of y'all y'all's boys in there where y'all staying at is uh, Scarface. He in one he and oh, my top. Man. Oh yeah, because I used to listen to the diary like front to back. I had the tape, and I listened to the diary of the tape. For the
0: listeners that that don't know what a tape is, it's got (laughs) holes in it. (laughs) It's plastic, a tape, (laughs) some duct tape.
2: (laughs) But I I will say this because I always say this when people mention Nas, and I always find it funny that a lot of people don't know it. I I don't know. I think it's on Steelmatic maybe, but uh, he got a song called Rewind where he did the song oh, yeah. in reverse yeah. man like that like you have to go listen to I listened to that thing so many times cause it was just like when he played it in reverse it was just like a movie and to rap that in reverse is just phenomenal I, I that should just be something that has to be studied in college or before you even try to cut a rap album you need to study that that song right there to so, how to
0: so Murph you from Gary Indiana you don't like Gangsta Gibbs
2: mm, no sir
0: you know, oh I like. It's it. not. I don't like it. It's just I didn't hear enough of it. Uh, of it, okay. Yeah, because Gibbs is one of the, one of night. He's a nice MC too, man. Yeah, Freddie, Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, yeah. Man.
2: yeah. You from twenty three hundred Jackson Street, no. man?
0: Hey, born and raised
1: in Gary Indiana, <laughs> brother. And I tell people it's it's still there, still strong, right by the high school too. <laughs>
2: You probably got a whooping by Joe too, oh, D. Hey, hey, we grew up. Hey, that's how I grew up, though. You, you, you got your whoopers
1: real quick. You better, exactly. you better act up. You better not cry either. I want my basketball,
0: and I was, I was
1: happy. So shout out to basketball. Yeah help me through this show.
0: Murph, I, I just want to say thank you for coming on the show, man. Thank you for being uh, may sound si all sappy, but thank you for being that, that inspiration to make me get in this game and, and do what we doing, man. Thank you for blessing our no podcast. Problem, no problem. No, oh, no problem. Appreciate sure, y'all man. for I'm,
2: having me, man. And I'm about to say something that the old cast used to say, man, Murph, you salt to the earth, man. <laughs> I appreciate that man
1: like I say, I appreciate it man Just speaking my truth man And telling my flaws But hey I'm
0: just being me Being you So, so how can the listeners If they want to listen exactly. to you How can they How can they connect with you Twitter and IG
1: At It's DMurf I-T-S Murph. You can find Depending on what you Feel like listening to Whether it's Why not sports Whether it's flagrant two. You can find them on most platforms including Our Heart Radio. I do have Why Not Sports on Spotify as well so just yeah check me out email me too. It's dmurf at yahoo.com. Yes I still use Yahoo but hey but other than that I, I do respond back pretty soon I'll say within 24 to 48 hours but yeah that's how you can reach me. Check out the shows and yeah
0: just uh, give me your feedback and let's, let's connect. No doubt one of the hardest working yeah. men in this podcast business. I appreciate the sir. lookout. Good looking out, Murph. Yes, sir. Um, I just want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers, man. If you if you're becoming a father, congratulations. If you've been in the game for a long, a long time, keep doing what you're doing, setting great examples for those behind us and, and, and in front of us, man. And for the for the fathers that need to be get their game together, get yourself together, man. be become, <laughs> be a father, man, because it's a great experience and time waits for no man and step up to the plate and, and be there for your kids.
2: Exactly, man. I like to say the same, man. Just just be there for your kids because you never know what your kids will turn out to do, man. A lot of times they have uh, a lot of goodness in them and they just need to be pushing in the right direction to be that spark in the sky, that, that star in the sky. So just be there for your kids, man. It will come back on.
0: So with that being said, much love. And we are recording angels. Peace. We have returned to claim the pyramid. Parting on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D. Light year
2: groove. All All right.